You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be a driver in their own life through the life and stories of black women with drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant and executive coach and a leadership facilitator, working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. Welcome back. And we continue to be in this extraordinary um, times sending you love 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 that's the first thing I want to do I just want to send you love listeners I think about you I think about our planet I think about what's happening all I can do is just send you love and and healing intentions and peaceful intentions in this time this episode I want to focus down on self-care in this time like what I call this self-care SOS I've done an episode on self-care SOS before I wanted to re-record something this week because it's different we're in a new context everything's different (laughs) and it's really come out of as well the conversations I've had with clients this week where obviously the first thing I'm asking them is how are they doing how are things going what are they doing how are they coping how are they managing how they're responding to what's happening with the coronavirus and the impact that it's having on our on us and our, com- our families and our communities and in fact uh, in our countries and across the world so out of that I realized that even when people talk about doing self-care there is still a relationship to self-care as if it's like in the in the old normal if you like where self-care was really something that you certainly do and pay attention to, but self-care look like, oh, I'll just have a massage. Oh, I'll do some yoga. Oh, I'll, whatever. The the one thing that you do maybe a week for your self-care. And I'm encouraging, I've been encouraging my clients to step it up around their self-care. I've encouraged them to look more deeply at what does self-care mean right now in this context and what do they need for themselves right now because this is obviously this extraordinary we have ranges of different kind of levels of anxiety and fear and that could be around the virus itself and the impact that it's having and fear and concern about contracting the virus or it could be about the the impact it's having economically on you and your families and what does that mean for you and your families in the future for now and into the future and how are you how are you meeting that need uh, it could be about how do I make a difference what am I doing you know so there's so many different pressures um, to bear given that we need to elevate the way that we're thinking about our self-care because it's no longer really, I mean, it never really is a, a nice to have, to be honest. It's really is essential. But in this moment for the period of weeks that we are in this, because we actually don't know how long it's going to take for, for the curve, to, for us to be on the other side of the curve, wherever it's flat, or we're trying to flatten the curve. I know that, but we have to get to another side of the curve and we're not there yet. So what do we do in this time over time? What do you, what can you do in that time over time? So here's some suggestions I wanted to share and the things that I'm sharing with my clients um, to help in this, what I call the new normal, creating a new normal in this abnormal time um, for the next few weeks. So the first thing I'm going to see to is creating a routine creating a routine is the very first thing on this list because 
I don't know if you've ever, if you're a parent or if you've ever been around children, if you ever cared for kids, what you know is children need routine. They need structure. In the absence of routine and structure, you can see mini meltdowns happening frequently, you know, frequently, particularly if they're really young. And the same is true for us. We need routine as adults. You, we don't always think about how much we need it. For the majority of people who are healthy and well mentally, for example, and spiritually balanced, then, you know, we create our own routines. And in those creation of those routines, it's kind of un- we're unthinking in those routine, routines, routines that we create. Now, your average routine has been dissipated, has been interrupted. You know, it could be that you would get up in the morning and go to your favorite, favorite gym. It may have been not being the favorite in the moment, but there you would get up, you go to the gym, you come back, you on the way back, you grab your coffee from your favorite cafe, coffee shop, you get yourself ready, you get the kids ready to go out to work and you go out to work, you drop the kids off at school and so on and so on. You know, it, whatever that routine is for you, it could be the first thing you do is you grab your cup of coffee and you listen to the news but the news is just one thing at the moment. So you think I can't really start, start my day like that. So I don't listen to the news anymore. But then that's what you used to do. Whatever it is that you used to do as your routine is now interrupted. You know, if you've been someone who traditionally works from home, but you would have all this space to yourself. and But now you've been invaded by your entire family uh, working from home. If you're someone who doesn't normally work from home, but now has to work from home. But now you've got the entire family there as well. And you have to... If you've been someone who, of course, we drop the kids off at school and they're taught there and now they're in your in at home and you're trying to manage their education whilst you're trying to work um, and whilst you're trying to deal with the impact of coronavirus on you and your family. So your routine is all over the place. And the first thing is to do is to establish and be proactive about creating new routines. So think about what is it that would serve you as a new routine in this current context? You know, what would serve you as a routine in this current context and start creating new routines for yourself? That's number one. Number two is, this again, come out of my coaching this week with my clients, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself come from a place of loving kindness you are under a lot of stress and anxiety now some people may say I don't feel that (laughs) and if you're not personally feeling it you want to know the energy around you is still going to impact you you know so there is a lot of stress and anxiety in your families in your communities in your um, states in your countries and that will impact you too. So given that, how we respond, some days we're going to have great days where we feel like, okay, I can get through this. I can get focused. I can do something. I could be productive. I can, I can laugh. I can like that. And some days it's not like that. It feels overwhelming. It feels the, there might be some sadness. There might be some um, frustration. There might be some anger you're going to go through many different spaces. So as you go through them, come from a place of loving kindness to yourself. 
come from a place of loving kindness to others and try not to force something to happen. Sometimes it's just not going to happen in that moment. So you just have to allow it to be, you just let it go, let it go. And then, and, and then just give yourself some space. So be kind to yourself coming from a place of loving kindness is number two. Number three, check in on yourself each and every day. And what do I mean by that? I mean that you stop at the start of the day and you think at the start of the day, in the middle of the day, you're checking in to say, how am I doing right now? How am I doing right now? What's it? Yeah. Let me just check in. Am I doing okay? Am I all right? No, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay. Let's, let's shoulder on. Let's keep going. But if it's like, I am not okay, then do something about that. I'm not okay. So then the next question is, what do I need? If I'm not okay, what do I need? Do I need to speak to someone? Do I need to have some space for myself? Do I need to find a corner to have space for myself? Do I need to take a break? Do I need some food? Do I need some water? You know, what is it that I need to check in with yourself? So the first thing is checking in with yourself. The second thing is ask the question, what do I need? Okay. The next thing I'm going to just the areas of self-care to start to pay attention to the areas of self-care that is about overall paying attention to different aspects of your self-care. So physical, our physical well-being, and that includes what we eat, having a balanced diet, doing some exercise, um, and, and thinking about that, keeping, keeping it moving. Now, if the, because obviously the, the commitment is to stay home. I mean, that's one of the biggest acts of service that we can do in this moment for ourselves and for our communities and for this other country that you live in and for the planet, quite frankly. So I, we understand that, but you can step out and take a walk. If you can step out and take a walk, then do that get out and do some exercise and it may not be every day you step out if you if they don't need to but then step out um at least every two every other day if you can't step out every every day if you can't if you don't want to but you have to find some way of doing some exercise and keeping it moving in your house and there's lots of online there's so many online resources right now of course there's lots of teachers who would normally be doing face-to-face doing lots of online stuff so you know checking with the the person that you would normally do stuff with and see if they're doing anything online exercise or going outside nature is a beautiful thing and it can impact us greatly I know that when I run outside I've shared that with you before it has such a difference it makes such a difference to me so I'm making sure, well, I've got no choice. That's where I run. I have to run outside because my gym's shut. Anywho, um, sleep, sleep as well is included in the physical well-being. Sleep is so healing. If you're really overwhelmed, if you're really stuck, if you're really, why don't you just like have a glass of water first and then take yourself to sleep? You know, just like have a break, have a power nap. If you've got things that you need to accomplish, go and have a power nap. 25, 30 minutes, come back and then see the difference. But if you can sleep longer, go and make sure you have enough sleep every night or go early to bed some nights. Yeah, sleep is is a phenomenal healer. So making sure that 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 happens. Managing our mental well-being. You know, I've talked about checking in with yourself, 
It might be contacting others, seeking counselling if you need it, writing in a journal, uh, doing something that's fun, finding your hobbies, like those types of things that help you create mental wellness, checking in with yourself around that. Your emotional self-care. This is about you in relationship to others as well as you in relationship to yourself. So in this part, you know, are you connecting with the people that you love and um, probably missing and care about? Do you have support around you? When you think about are you doing things that demonstrate love for yourself? Do you allow yourself to have joy? Do you allow yourself to laugh? Do you allow yourself to be fully self-expressed in this moment? Now, I want to just do a big call, call, a shout out to um, DJ Nice, D Nice, who had this huge dance party last weekend. And then, you know, it continued. Well, it started in the week, actually. There was a run up. He started for a week and it just built. Friday night was awesome. Saturday night was amazing. Uh, I don't know. It was like a, over 150,000 people, I think, by Sunday who tuned in to him. Just know that I had the experience of joy when we were, I was part of that. And in those moments of joy, and it took me back because he was playing some serious old tunes. It took me back to these places in my past when I was young. When I was young, free and single, I just want to mingle with you, baby. Those days, right? Do you remember? Oh, that's an old song. I don't know if anyone remembers that. But when back and back, back in the day. And so it was just wonderful seeing people that I know who were who were at the dance party as well. You really did feel like you were at a dance party. That joy had such a positive emotional um effect on me and on many others and the gift was so great so what else can you be doing to tune into those things lots of the museums theaters and that are putting on live you know putting on performances and streaming them and you can just tune in to those things that bring you joy and shift your emotional well-being in a positive way and then we can talk about your spiritual well-being whatever that means for you Things that, that allow you to be inspired, spending time in nature, again, seeking communities. And I know there's some online um, different communities doing some online stuff as well that you can tune into. Reading inspirational literature and poems and, and quotes each day. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out for my daily love notes. That's one of the reasons, because as that it, that quote comes in and you read it then it has a it can inspire you it can move you it can g give something a gift to you in that moment and so it can shift state um too so managing your spiritual well-being and then um the last thing is around how you're managing your work in this moment too so the, are you taking breaks when you are working particularly when you're working from home do you pres pre do you have quiet time to get on with some of the work how are you arranging your space 
uh, when you're working from home. I know that space can be so limited because, of course, you, we, we, you live within your means, then one, that some people may not have lots of space and it wasn't necessarily designed to have you all in at the same time for this number of consecutive days. So I appreciate that it can be challenging. But can you find your corner that's your corner when you need to? to do what you need to do so there is a, a again you can download my self-care inventory which has questions in there it's a little quiz so you can think about all those domains and see what are the areas that you're doing what are the ones where there can be some improvements it can give you some ideas and you can take one or two areas to focus on in the next week as you build out your new um, daily routine and also your self-care routine so a couple more things around the self-care. I, this, is a, this is a specific message I want to put out for parents as one of them. I know there's so many of them out now supporting their children with doing their work at home. And, you know, there's many different perspectives. This is just my perspective on this. So whilst I'm supporting my children to do their best work as best they can, I'm also giving space to two things. One is this is such an unusual environment for them to be working on their work like almost kind of constantly in the day without the kind of additional social interaction with their friends that they're used to with the with their with their interactions with their teachers, with the community space that there is their norm for when they're is, is their learning space. So again, building in breaks, being flexible meeting the need of the of our child to say what do they need if they need a break they need a break if they can't in that moment they can't in that moment to not kind of be pressured by the deadlines that are being put um to get certain work back and so on to to have some compassion for yourself as parents and c- compassion for the children as they're doing it and not to be kind of over pressured in it i it's not that i'm not committed to my children getting their work done in, in truth my daughter is like she goes in her room she's in high school she's working through it and she comes out she comes out for air at lunchtime and she goes back in and she comes out again at the end of the day I I have less to manage with her but with my with my son is the place where I'm feeling like I just need to give some space for him and then and then support him and then he can self-manage and then support him again and to really be in communication with the teachers about when we can get things done and when we can't because I'm more interested in his social and mental well-being right now and making sure that he's in good shape than him getting that maths sheet done I think that's what where my stance is and I'm also interested in my myself and my husband's well-being too that we stay in good shape so that isn't I'm not going to put additional stress on myself in this so I am committed to his their education I'm committed to keeping it going I'm committed to them doing the work and if his work can't get done we're not going to go into a big fight about it it's just that is not where there's going to be a meltdown it's just not that's my stance people will have very different stances on that but that's my stance because I want to manage our stress in this moment this is impacting us all broadly so this is where I want to come from a place of loving kindness for myself loving kindness for um, my children loving kindness for my husband and really be mindful of the whole thing so that's my message to you parents out there and if it's helpful take it and if it's not ditch it okay 
Um, I've got two or three more things. The other is one is I kind of mentioned it before about negotiating time and space with the people that you are in at home with is helpful so that there's there's time for you and there's time that when you're together this that you create fun times together as well and as well as having separate times so we have had so many movie nights for example since this all kicked off and some nights it's just like oh no I can't do another movie I really need to just go and knit on my own versus knitting whilst I'm watching a film you know so find create some a a time and space that's just yours having solo time if you're someone who's living on your own during this because there I know you're out there too then making sure that you're creating time and space to be with others making sure that you touch base with others each day and it's not just your work colleagues but it's also you having fun time, having conversations, having Zoom calls, having group friends kind of coming together or FaceTimes and so on. Think about things that, that are your favorite films, favorite things to do that encourage the increase in your energy as well. So, or a nice long bath, you know, with candles and a little bit of something in your bath, there's other things with a little glass of something that you you love those types of things would is always always things that can feed your soul my next thing is limit your news intake limit your news intake you cannot listen to the news 24/7 it's oh, you you can't check the numbers all the time you have to be thinking about the things that are, are coming into you the inputs so the more positive inputs you can put into you at this time, the better it will have an impact on you, on your whole well-being. Watching the news 24-7 will build anxiety and fear. So you've got to feed your inner warrior, not your fear. Okay, so that's what I say. Limit the amount of news intake. I now do mine once a day. I decided to move it from the bottom of the day to more like the top of the day and it's not that things don't filter through if my husband hears something he might say something during the day but I am not like reading I'm not listening and reading lots of stuff at the I just I just can't I had to I have to had to alter what I was doing so do what work, what works for you but limit how much you intake and the last thing I would say is follow obviously follow the guidelines around around COVID-19 you know, the washing of the hands, the hand sanitizers, the staying home, staying home, staying home. Staying home is literally the, the, our civic duty. It's the safest way that we, can, we and our communities can stay, stay well and stay safe. And it's the gift that you give to yourself. It's the gift that you give to others. It's the gift that you give to the communities. It's the gift that you give to this planet right now when you stay home. I mean, literally, we are giving a gift to the planet. If you've been seeing the impact on the various parts of the world on in terms of pollution down and the impact on our waters in Italy and Venice, those kinds of things, you want to Google that. We are literally giving a gift to the planet right now that by us staying home on our collective timeout we can't underestimate that just we got some lessons to learn around that but staying home is really a gift a health gift to yourself if that is the ultimate self-care is staying home 
is the ultimate self-care. Stay home. The last thing for me is I don't know yet what the full gift of this will be. But what I do know, you've heard me say before, in every challenge, there is a gift. We may not know what the gift is yet, but it's in there. And it's in there for us individually. It's in there for us as a family. It's in there for us as communities. It's in there for us as, as countries. And it's in there for us as a, as a global community. We just don't know exactly what the gifts are in this, but there are gifts. And I'm already, you know, present to the gift of being with my family, the gift of having a family, the gift of those things that we took for granted. We just totally took them for granted that we're no, now no longer able to do with gifts in our lives that we didn't even see. And now we can see them as, as gifts, and, you know, because not everything is a given. So when you are going through this, as we go through this, I ask you to look for the gifts that is here. And for those of you who are directly impacted by COVID-19, you know, wishing you so, just wishing you well in this time and in this moment, you know, for, for what's happening. Just feeling, feeling for everyone, feeling for everyone. So I, I want to end with, um, with this. Now, it's, it's St. Teresa's prayer. And if you're not someone who believes in God as you listen to this, then substitute what it is, you know, substitute something else for when I say God. It's fine. The essence of what's in this prayer is something that I just want to leave you with before I close out. And it's this. May today there be peace within. May you trust God that you are exactly where you are meant to be. May you not forget the infinite possibilities that are born of faith. May you use those gifts that you have received and pass on the love that has been given to you. May you be content knowing you are a child of God. Let this presence settle into your bones and allow your soul the freedom to sing, dance, praise and love. It is there for each and every one of us. I hope that you've been inspired to shift gears in your own life. You know, I want to hear from you. You know, let me know how you're doing. Reach out to me. You can contact me at Shirley McAlpine on my Instagram you can direct message me there you can contact me for shirleymcalpine.com forward slash contact me through my website and you can contact me on my Facebook page Shirley McAlpine no not my Facebook page my Facebook page isn't Shirley McAlpine it's She's Got Drive it's She's Got Drive She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Voltolina. the music is by the awesome or female band Blonde the song is called Circles until next time Go well and stay well.